0: Time for The Rush with Putkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. All right, Center Nation.
1: Hey, can't wait to see y'all next season, man. You better be ready. Okay, the best is yet to come. What do you think the biggest... I mean, obviously, for Venables, his first spring is going to be critical. First off-season, first summer, all of that stuff. We understand it. But is there one thing that's more important in this spring that are, like, must-answer questions that we don't – obviously, installing your system, right, making sure everyone gets up to speed on your, your new offense and new defense, uh, all of that. But, like, position battles or – I don't know, leadership, hierarchy, is ESPN there anything? ESPN says
0: everything, watch for everything, quarterback, offensive line, defense. No, yeah. he- here's, what, here's what I equate it to. We've said that OU is a, you know, they've been a soft football program here recently. Well, I kind of equate it to someone getting back in the gym for the first time in a long time, oh, right? Yeah. If you want to get back in the gym and you want to get in better shape, if you want to get stronger, you know. What's the first though what's the best thing that you can do initially? build up your core right? you really need to focus and build up your core. I think okay. that's it, man you what do you just say? curls for the girls just get ripped in your arms and that's, that's it no leg days whatsoever I was gonna
1: say that if it's really Click gone muscles. and it's it's been a really long time, probably don't do anything maybe elliptical hit some <laughs> curls yeah
0: curls and yeah. curls and chest, and that's it. No, I I think that they need to build up the core of this football team. I think that they need to get tougher mentally and physically. Uh more than anything, I think they need to get stronger, man. I think they need to put themselves in position to be better in the fourth quarter. Cuz I don't I mean, this team is talented. It is, but it needs to be put in a position first and foremost to maximize maximize the potential. Right. I I think that's order number 1. Um it to where they're not getting pushed around by Baylor and Oklahoma State.
1: Right. Well, I think what you're saying is one of the most important things, like a lot of things are going to take care of themselves, right? Position battles, um, getting up to speed on the offensive defense, all that stuff, that's going to take care of itself. Really the most important thing this spring is resetting The culture and the attitude and ramping up the physicality. Yeah,
0: and and a lot of people on the text line are saying it's offensive line, no question. And I, I mean, I I agree with the importance of the offensive line, but my point is, what I'm saying is, I think that that goes a long way into fixing the offensive line and making it better.
1: Right. Yeah. No, and and I, I, I think what you're saying is, I think there's a lot of truth to that, and the offensive line's going to come along. I, the Bill Bedenbaugh is is going to go to work doing his thing, right? But I think the like like the real base, the foundation behind that is going to be like here's our running game. It's going to be simple, inside outside zone. There'll be some gap stuff, but for the most part, it's going to be fairly straightforward. We've got to be physical. We got to be able to dominate the line of scrimmage. We've got to be able to get off of the football and move some bodies. And the way you do that is you line up and you do 9 on 7 drill for, you know, 30 reps or something like that and you just you put in the the physical punishing work and that's it's the same thing defensively, right? What do we got to do? We got to eliminate the run. We've got to be way stronger at the point of attack. We've got to play low. We've got to, we've got to be able to split double teams and get downhill at the backer and safety spot. Well, how do you do that? You grind it out in nine-on-seven. There
0: were a lot of troubling moments from this team last year, but to me the, the lowest moment of them all, I think even maybe lower than losing to Oklahoma State and not making the Big 12 championship game, is sitting around after the Baylor game And realizing, wow, Baylor of all programs, all they did, Teddy, was sit around all week and say, hey – let's just make it our number one overall point to out-physical these dudes. yeah. Because we can. Let's run the ball right at them. Let's dominate their offensive line at the point of the attack. Let's just out-physical them. And it was just like a decision that they made that week, and it was it was almost like Baylor just knew that they were going to out-physical OU. They'd seen enough tape. All we got to do, guys, is make it a point of emphasis, and and, and we'll be fine. Just to kind of sit back and realize how much Baylor physically dominated you and how much that was just basically their overall game plan, that was, the lowest, that was the lowest moment of the season for me. Right. Like, wow, a team that you are far more talented than smelled blood in the water and said, they're soft, we'll just beat them up, and that'll be the end of that.
1: I agree with everything you said except for one thing. And it's not – Baylor didn't decide the week of the game – that that's what they were gonna do. Baylor decided whenever they hired their their new head coach that which and I will say that the previous head coach, Matt Rule, um, got the ball rolling in this direction, did a really good job. But when Aranda came in, he made the decision as as soon as he showed up. What are we gonna do? We're gonna run the football. And we're going to be physical as hell on both sides of the ball, right? So, that was a decision they made a long time ago. And they've they've been getting better and better at it. But, yes, that week they knew. They've played Oklahoma. They knew that they could out-physical them. Here's the thing. 297 yards rushing for Baylor Jeez. to 82 Jeez. for Oklahoma. Oh, gosh. They ran it 47 times. Mm-hmm and average 6.3 yards per carry. We ran at 29 and averaged 2.8. So, I
0: mean, that's that's what the number one overall goal is for me in the offseason, and yeah. that's a lot of ground to make up, but put yourself in a position where they can't just line up and there's nothing that you can do about it because if the previous staff was still here, hey, they'd be saying all the right things and saying all this has changed and all that, but Baylor would do the exact same thing coming to Norman next year. And they're still, even with this new staff, they're still going to try to do the exact same thing to OU as they did last year. But, my God, my hope is that they meet a little bit more resistance than what they met last year in Waco.
1: Yeah. I mean, that is that is a, that's a pummeling right there, buddy. Uh, 47 rushing attempts for 300 yards rushing. Yikes. All right. The score of that game – was 24-17, or excuse me, sorry, 27-14. And I promise you, whenever OU, especially the defensive guys, went and sat down in front of their locker after that game, that is, uh, it doesn't, that score doesn't tell the story, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's oh, yeah. the punishing physical nature of it. When someone runs the ball nearly 50 times on you, like that is that is a butt kicking. And that is how you earn teams respect. The scoreboard doesn't really I mean
0: Oh, you felt it that day, man. Yeah. They that's, felt it. that's
1: the thing. That's that's how you that's how you earn someone's respect that whenever you walk in their stadium the next time or they see you on the schedule coming up that week, they say, Oh my God, not Oklahoma that, again, that hasn't not been, Baylor That again. hasn't
0: been the case for a while, man. That's right. That has not been the case for a while. Now, the OU will beat you, but it's going to be more of a finesse style. They're not going to beat you up along the way. Right. Right. Lowest point for me – this is the text line. Lowest point for me was when Baylor drug our entire defense for 12 yards in a first down. Yep, 100 – I we all remember exactly what play you're talking about. That was – it was a third down, I think, and OU had a chance to get off the field – and Baylor's O-line just pushed the pile for a first down. It's like, dang.
1: Yeah, that was your famous troll tweet that you sent out.
0: Was I trolled? I mean, I pointed it out on social media, and the Baylor offensive line coach liked it. (laughs) Right. Which, by the way, he just turned down the uh, Georgia O-line job where he removed himself from consideration. Really?
1: He's going back, yeah. Yeah. They've got a a nice little system there. Oh, yeah. Is he the guy that you interviewed when he was back at – or you DM'd him when he was at BYU? Yeah,
0: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I always bring him up because. Or he, he got did a the cameo or something. He didn't. Well, he just shot a video. I got backstory for everyone out there. I have a really good buddy who is a BYU grad and a really big BYU football fan. Uh, it was his birthday. I randomly DM'd the or the BYU offensive line coach. Hey man, I know like you're busy, but can you send me a quick video? Happy birthday! Shout out to my guy Chris. And he basically did a two-and-a-half-minute video where he walked through the entire football facility and introduced the entire coaching staff via video. That's and I, pretty cool. I, I've been a fan of, of him ever since. That's pretty he cool. He got hired at Baylor after that year. Uh, he left BYU with Jeff Grimes, and he's in Waco now. He had a pretty good unit last year.
1: Yeah, and you guys are in Buds now, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd say that he's about my fourth best friend. <laughs>
1: That's pretty cool. But back to the original point is I I would I would rather do what Baylor did to us last year and beat people 27 to 14 but run the ball on them 50 times for 300 yards. Totally. And just It's
0: such a more satisfying way of winning and I think that this fan base top to bottom agrees with that there will still be flashy plays I don't think that those are going to go away but if you start winning more games like that I think everyone is is on board with it
1: yeah i I don't think that like that's not gonna be our our game I don't think unless like we stumble onto something where we can't be stopped running the ball like that um I you know and that's that's a possibility but we are going to be a balanced football team so. You know, I I don't see like that heavy of a a two to one, uh, you know, run to pass ratio against uh whenever we're playing top twenty five football teams. But you know, you never know what you're gonna you're gonna roll into on a given week. I do know that there's going to be a heavy emphasis on a physical physical run game.
0: What point in the week did Kansas decide to out physical Oklahoma?
1: <laughs> That's a good question. Well, they did it. They out-physicaled us. They just – that game's crazy. How – it may be one of the greatest uh, feats in OU football history to f- somehow make it out of that football game with a win.
0: My worst moment was when Kansas ran over us on fourth down two. Facepalm emoji. Lowest point for me was watching Kansas dominate the defense basically the entire game with no adjustments made by Grinch. Mm. Yeah, all of that. (laughs) How fitting was it that that was an 11 a.m. game, by the way? I mean, uh, everything about that. It was
1: crazy. That game was, like, when you look at the statistics outside of a, like, we have 220 rushing yards. But, like, 80 of that came on a reverse. Right? You remember that play? Oh, yeah. No,
0: it took a trick play for OU to finally start moving the ball.
1: Right. And it happened to be the perfect call at the perfect time because of, they had just like they had just scored a touchdown on us and that's whenever they made the call for everyone to come down to the stadium. There was starting to be a little bit of atmosphere in there and uh it was a great play call by Lincoln. You gotta give it up.
0: Well, here's the thing, even if OU would have lost that game. Muleshoe still gets the USC job, and the national media is still just, oh, God, he's going to change college football out there on the West Coast. He could have lost to Kansas last year, and he'd still be getting that massive excuse that everyone's willing to give him for that crap coaching job that he had this year.
1: Yeah. God,
0: it annoys me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Isn't that the...
0: uh... It was one of the worst coaching jobs in Power 5 football last year, but no one really wants to acknowledge that that happened. His latest coaching job was his worst. Right. No, but he's awesome. He's great. Right. Whatever.
1: Well, (sighs) yeah. Yeah. Kansas got closer and closer and closer to us. Um, As the time –
0: 2018, it was like 54-40. That was an epic game. 2019 was a blowout, but then 2020, they almost beat you. Yeah. When we talk about the rest of the conference was uh, closing in, we weren't just talking about OSU, Baylor, and (laughs) Iowa State. We were talking about Kansas too, buddy.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that was wild. That's crazy, man. Yeah. (laughs) It's just it's nuts to think about Tulane had us on the ropes going down the quarterback scrambling diving for a first down on fourth it was like down a half yard
0: short wasn't it half yard
1: short um they may go down and win that football game and West Virginia they're going down the field they have a chance to at least kick a field goal um to tie it maybe win it and their center snaps the ball past the quarterback who's not ready for it. Uh, Neil Brown says that our one of our defensive guys mimicked the snap count. Well, cabinet. it sure
0: looks like in the film that he
1: did. Right. So, West Virginia was close to you. Kansas State, obviously, that one was – Incredibly close, even though we played one of our better offensive games of the season up to special that point. Special teams
0: mistake there, just you know, the eighth year in a row where Kansas State's had a special team score against yep. you. Kickoff like.
1: return for a touchdown, and here we go. Yep. We're on side kicking it to to try and save the game. It's nuts, man. We had we had two games a- aside from Western Carolina. I'm throwing that out. Two games, the entire season. That were not down to the last possession. What,
0: Tech and TCU? Tech and, and TCU.
1: Yeah. That's it. Every other game. Kansas, Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Texas, Kansas State, West Virginia, Nebraska, Tulane. Nuts. And a lot of those teams, not very good.
0: Well, who was good? Baylor and OSU were the only good teams that you mentioned out of the out of the group there.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: that was it.
1: This is wild, wild. I don't know. Uh, that is that whole season is one of the well, the biggest mysteries.
0: Yeah, we'll always. Well, I think we're going to talk about that one for a while. Thank God it's over and we've you know turned the page and we're off to bigger and better days. But I I've never seen a season like that before. Crazy. Never seen one like that. Yep. They, and hopefully we don't ever again, please.
1: I, well, here's the thing, though. It was. It was great to cover. The drama was week in and week out, man.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, it was strange all the way through, but it was strange. Remember the Friday show? Nah, you don't remember. Yesterday, we did a Friday show before Tulane, and it was like this long off season of all this hope and expectations. This is our year, and then the Friday show, everyone just turned against us. Like we're like, okay, this could be it. it this, the football season's starting. And we start off the show being a little bit uh, optimistic, and the text line turned on us. Like, God, shut up, guys. It's going to be the same thing every <laughs> like it is every year. And credit, the text line was right about that, but yeah. I don't know. It almost turned sour before it even really started. I appreciate the text
1: line. Anytime they want to crowdsource their anger uh, at us, that's beautiful. I love it. Um, yeah. I don't know it first possession like the third play of the game we throw a second play of the game right second play of the game we throw an interception and they go like three or four plays like a hot knife through butter into the end zone it's like oh, okay it so you throw an interception <laughs> no harm no foul. God, Is it major league where he says, fight. you know, you
0: can always tell about the future of the season based on the first at bat. That was kind of OU oh, season yeah. last year. It happened on the second play of the game, but you yeah.
1: should have known. And uh, yeah, we our our head coach got intercepted by another team. So yeah, yeah in absolutely. week five.
0: In week five that happened.
1: Yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting us on the Air Cover Solutions text line six five one three four three nine.
0: Cavens Construction bringing you hour number two of The Rush on this Wednesday. Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, facilities, maintenance. I don't know. Maybe Gary can even babysit your kids. He does so many <laughs> different things. He does it all, man. He's He, he and his team, they're awesome. Give Cavens a call today, 405-573-3048. It's also, you can give him a call as well, 918-282-7612. A little bit of a PSA because I continue to get these tweets. Uh, and We just got one on our ref Twitter page. I love the rush at 3 p.m., but WTF is up with playing an entire bumper song. I used to love that song. Now I have to mute every time a new segment starts. Bumper music isn't supposed to last the entire song. Okay, if you're one of the ones out there that's experiencing that, you can fix it. You can fix it by downloading our app. Uh, You are not using our official app. If you listen to to our official app, just search Sports Talk 1400. In the App Store, you will find our app, and uh, that won't ever happen again. Instead, you'll just hear uh, 15 seconds of audio slave like you just heard.
1: You're telling me that on the iHeart app, it plays an entire song for a bumper?
0: Yeah, um, and it's a song that I really like, too. and that's why it plays I, the same song I, over and that's over? That's why I try not to play, what's it, Touch? It's Touch Stained. What, what, what's that song? Because I finally found the reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seven Mary Three? It's, it just plays like the entire song
1: is it like touch stand peel or something like that
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sports talk 1400 uh, in the app store and uh, you won't hear that wow <laughs>
1: that's funny that
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: seven mary three uh, driving our uh, listeners away one at a time wait that's not seven mary three is it it's touch feel
0: whatever somebody texted right. it whatever song it is i sang half of it you should know it that, by now that's funny um by the way one uh this is something that we <laughs> hadn't gotten yet what's one <laughs> thing that's happened
1: i don't blame that listener if they have to listen to that entire
0: song every commercial touch feel and stained. yeah that's it touch Thank you. peel and
1: stained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay sorry i'm but the uh, one that's thing hilarious. that's happened
0: that makes you like, yeah, this program's in better shape. Nick says, amazed nobody has said this, but Thad Turnip Seed. He literally built programs from behind the scenes at two of the biggest programs in the past decade. Yep. Huh?
1: Yep. Well, Turnip Seed, he's a wild card. He's got a method to the madness. He knows exactly what he wants to get done, needs to get done. And he's gonna make it happen. He's your fixer behind the scenes, doing everything, uh, making the moves to to get stuff done. Yeah, he's gonna have he's gonna have a, a huge hand in facility stuff. He's gonna have a huge hand in building out their their whole recruiting situation and how they're gonna have their their recruiting wing, so to speak. They're gonna have a, a, a whole staffed group dedicated to the recruiting process so yeah he's he he has a very very good hand on how to go about it
0: lord listening to y'all today has been fantastic thank you i needed these laughs you are welcome
1: I just I feel like I've got to really apologize that they have to hear that whole song every commercial. Break. The only
0: time it sucks is when you guys are playing the baseball game and I have to find an alternate stream. The first time it happened, it freaked me out because I kept expecting you to talk, and I just never heard anything, and it just kept going. <laughs> what did you think, Teddy? All of a sudden was like going to be, there's the 2-1.
1: <laughs> we could just talk over the top of the baseball game and just make fun of it and uh, – uh, comment as toby calls the game sure I, just, I got no problem with that
0: tyler should do a whole segment in the long kruger voice ripping on mule shoe and usc chase in orange county i i could i could do that for you maybe at some point later this week i can i can figure that out not proud of him not proud not of him not proud of him no 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 he's a thing. he's a fake <laughs> a little bit of a taste for you there
1: i'm i do think that some facility upgrades are going to be, are going to be great Are needed. Um, We don't have bad facilities. We have facilities that show really well for recruiting, but uh, whenever it comes to being as efficient as possible and getting the most out of our very limited time with the players during a week uh, are a bit of a you know, not necessarily a hindrance, but it could be it could be really improved massively and man, when you talk about the hidden minutes that add up over the length of a season or an off season, that can be huge to your program over a, only a small period of time yeah. it makes a difference
0: i I know that money is always an obstacle i mean it's the obstacle, but he did it at Bama and he did it at Clemson. Like, you don't bring that guy along unless you think that he's going to totally revamp things, right? And I'm yeah. sure that Thad Turnipseed, he sounds like the type of guy that doesn't want to get it done in like four or five years. He wants to make an instant splash and get it done now. Again, money is raising that type of money. Finding a way to, to get that type of money is the, the overall obstacle. But I feel like Thad just might be one of those dudes that's going to find a way to make it happen.
1: Nope, I agree. I agree and you know we've there is in his opinion and you have to if you're him it it totally makes sense that there's a there's a a formula to it it's not just come in and and kind of shoot from the hip there's a very detailed plan that gets your players your coaches your facilities, your administrative, uh, administrative back office, everything, there is a plan in place that if you follow this, you're going to have a really, really good chance to win a championship. Nothing is guaranteed. You know, at, at the end of the day, you're still going to have to go out there and prove it on the field in the biggest moments against other really, really detailed, talented outfits. So you still have to make those plays. But the formula the outline to get you to that spot he and they venables included, feel like it's it's very black and white it's very uh like this is the formula this is how you do it
0: yeah what do you what do you think about this being a obstacle and and tell me if it is an obstacle how big it is so Georgia forever had been notoriously underachievers heck Clemson notoriously sure. had been underachievers. And I, I don't know, maybe when Georgia in a lot of those games saw Alabama on the other side of the field, they been you know they've been in the knee a little bit, it ended up costing them some points. OU's come up short in playoff games here recently. I just wonder if that's an obstacle at all for this new staff to when you get into those games, kind of erase the doubt that might be there after you're losing so many of those games consecutively, even though it's a completely new staff.:
1: Yeah well I think like the biggest thing in my opinion whenever you step out onto that big of a stage against that talented of an opponent I anytime you're going into something like that like what's the real fear the the real fear is that you're inadequate that you don't deserve to be there, that you don't belong. And whenever that's the case, and it's usually like like physically, right? Physically, we don't belong here. They're too big. They're too powerful. But whenever you walk into an arena like that and you can say, hey, they may have a little bit more talent than us. They may have some more experience in this situation than us but they sure as hell ain't in better shape, and they sure as hell aren't more physical than us, they're not tougher than us, then the thought of not deserving to be on that stage and, oh, my God, what if we get blown out? Like, I think that is eliminated. That mindset is totally gone. But like, if you know, and you know, like, you know the work that you've put in. No doubt. You know how physical your camp has been and how your practices are and how much the coaches are asking of you and if you walk out there and it's like eh, this has been kind of a cakewalk well, then you're going to second guess it but when there is no doubt in your mind about the work that you've put in to get there well then i i feel like that mindset is eliminated
0: Can you guys get turnip seed on the radio for a chat? That'd be a good listen. Yeah, but uh, we could, but Teddy and I probably be writing a check by the end of the segment. Uh, Teddy's check far more uh, than mine would be. I would just like to point that out.
1: Yeah, donation required to have him on the (laughs) the show, facilities donation. Uh, That's an interesting question. I don't know. I'll have to ask Venables what the availability is for – Turnip seed. He may be one of those guys that, if he tells you something, he has to kill you. You know, I don't, I don't know. Hey,
0: I'm so starved for information right now. I'll take that trade off. I just want to know what the new facility is going to look like and how much it's going to cost and everything.
1: <laughs> Where it's going to go. What are they putting in there? When is it going to be done? No, and- a-
0: everyone would want us to ask first question. Thad, are we getting rid of that press box or are we keeping it around?
1: No, we're keeping it, baby. Everyone want. What's it like? To coach with Nick Saban, be a part of Nick Saban's At staff. least
0: got to be in the SEC long enough for all of those SEC media dorks to come to OU one time and scoff, scoff at the press box that's there. Oh, God, OU will be enemy number one in the SEC after all those media guys come here for a game. Can you imagine? It's like who We'll like- write articles about it as if anyone cares.
1: It's like whenever you go to like a really nice event and someone's wearing – uh you know sneakers and jeans and a torn up t-shirt it's like who let this guy in here that's going to be Oklahoma whenever they come see our press box it's going to be great (laughs) I can't wait I want a I want one of those cameras installed inside like the visiting AD's box and and whenever the all the big time press guys go down there and sit outside and go get their box of popcorn. hey for the Al- meal. Alabama
0: has so much pool with the SEC office they may uh, you know demand not to ever have to come to OU again. We'll <laughs> be wondering why Alabama hasn't visited Norman in 15 years We'll know why We'll <laughs> just cover the game from back home. all right quick
1: time out more from the rush coming up we'll hit some things that caught my eye next stay tuned
0: is the rush on the ref we call this segment what caught teddy's eye let's get to it story number one is well i
1: think you have to start off with the fact that phil mickelson started the day off thinking that he had just won eight million dollars and then tiger woods was like oh hey about that eight million bucks sorry yeah that's mine um the pga put this program in place i guess just a year ago, trying to drive up interaction in social media to see, uh, you know, to try and give their players some incentive to get out there and push the sport. And uh, Phil Mickelson, he's done that, man. He's he's been all over social media, the whole dropping bombs stuff. And he thought he made be he, the
0: leader in that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he thought he brought home the action, but Tiger Woods, who basically didn't do anything still drove the most uh, reaction, content, clicks, however they gauged that metric. Tiger Woods still won it, and he was able to pocket that $8 bucks. Yeah, Sucks for Phil.
0: To not do anything and still make $8 million? I'm trying to figure out how to do that. He
1: had one post on Twitter of like his first time back out hitting balls at the driving range, and it was like, Uh, Just a very quick little, uh, here's Tiger hitting a ball, and it got like 10 million views. (laughs) So, it's tough to to compete with what you get there from Tiger.
0: Is this what he put out, by the way? I think I have a beep in here somewhere. That's kind of the punchline of the joke. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, that's really it right there. That's a clip of Tiger Woods last weekend.
1: Nicely done. The production on that is fantastic. I'm, I'm glad you put that together. Andy Reid says the supposed beef with Eric bien is flat out not true. Not true at not all. buying it. You're not buying it. Yeah,
0: I mean, maybe it's overblown, but there's something. There's something clearly that's there. There's way too much smoke around there to be, you know, not some truth to it. Now, I does Patrick Mahomes hate Eric B. Enemy? Maybe not, but the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think that is, there's got to be something to it. I there's got to be something there. Because he's interviewed for a bunch of jobs and he hasn't been picked up. You now, some people may claim that that race is an issue there, and I guess I can't I can't speak to anyone that's doing the hiring out there and know for sure whether it is or whether it isn't, but there's something going on out there and there's a reason why he's getting passed over and I don't know what that is. And then this still came out with with the the Chiefs. I'm I tend to agree with you. I don't know what it is. I feel like there's something there, but um I don't know. Andy Reid's trying to downplay if they it.
0: don't win a Super Bowl next year, Eric Bieniemy now has turned into public number one. No matter what the level of truth is on this thing, that's who Chiefs fans are gonna start blaming. So I don't I don't think that there's a whole lot of longevity left for Bieniemy in that position. Unless no. they, you know. Rattled off a Super Bowl next year, which they may.
1: No, well, I'm with you. Um, did you watch the State of the Union address? I last watched
0: night? Uh, every single minute uh, really? Nan- Nancy Pelosi. How about that? She was getting pretty jacked up at times last night.
1: What was going on there?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but she's been turned into a meme.
1: Oh, and there, yeah, about and the there, were, thousand yeah there, there were
0: multiple times I was like, "Yeah, that's going to be a meme from Nancy."
1: Uh yeah, that was. That was weird. There were some moments in there that were that were strange, but um, I I don't know. It, it was at least something that I guess most people had to watch and at least take in. I don't know if anyone feels any uh, any different about anything, but it was notable. There were some moments last night that were were very interesting, and Pelosi usually has a way of making the. Night in one way or another about her. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen that.
0: Uh you got any more? No. Nope. First for me, Ole Miss is a really good baseball program. Yeah. They're trying to become a really good football program. Right. Well, Ole Miss's baseball team has a football player on it. Normally that <laughs> means a this. quarterback, normally that means a wide receiver. Nope. Ole Miss has a defensive lineman, six foot four, three 310 pounds, that's on the baseball team. And last weekend, he hit a walk-off, which means walk-off for a run-roll, opposite field home run. That was an absolute tank to right center field. Yeah. Whoa. Uh,
1: and you know what I thought was most interesting about that is, yeah, it's rare that you see uh, – A D lineman being a dual athlete with baseball, especially. um, I thought that was interesting, but I, he is a lean 310 or whatever pounds. Whenever I looked at him, I was like, geez, where's he putting it? Uh, But that was pretty cool. I agree.
0: I guess there was an assassination attempt on Zelensky. Yeah. But anti-war Russian spies tipped off uh, Ukrainian officials about it. Now, it's really tough during this whole thing to separate fact from fiction on what's going on, but there's at least a report out there that Putin had the idea to just go ahead and assassinate Zelensky and some Russian spies, some double agents, actually tipped him off on that whole deal.
1: Foiled the plot, and uh, yeah, he sent sent in some Chechen special forces which those guys are uh Legit. An- another animal yeah ruthless 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 so yeah it's hard to know what's going on i my guess is it's probably more likely that the u.s using spy satellites and gathering information is who tipped them off but in order to continue to like like, fuel distrust and misinformation, you just say, no, your people told us it was coming. Right. And it's like, and everyone starts looking around and questioning uh, who they're giving information to.
0: One more I have. Um, This is kind of sad, but Abby Broyles made national news a couple of weeks ago for, you know, a not-so-flattering story of her at a party. She tweeted out earlier today at 1.30, you guys win, I'll just kill myself. Now, um... If Abby Broyles is really having those thoughts, then, you know, someone definitely needs to intervene and and talk to her. I I just hope, Teddy, though, that this isn't all about her getting all this negative attention and now trying to turn herself into the victim.
1: Well, you know, that's the bad thing about public life. Whenever you – when you venture out into the public and – like whether it's for political office or if it's to be um, an actor, or singer, athlete, you're, you're in the fishbowl and people are going to watch what you do. And, you know, especially in the political world when you're going to be a representative for people, that's, that's unfortunately the nature of the beast. And social media has made it a million times worse. So, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's brutal. It really is. So yeah, I. I but if, that if she's
0: really feeling that, um, ho- hopefully, yeah. hopefully someone will talk to her and hopefully she'll she'll get. Help I saw something.
1: That. I guess it was her husband, like responded to the, her tweet and said that she he's with her and she's fine. Cool. So cool. But yeah, wild. All right, quick timeout. We'll come back and wrap up hour number two next.
0: Cavens Construction bringing you our number two emergency repairs. Yeah, Cavens does that. They do it all. Give them a call today, 405 573 3048. Tulsa, give them a call, 918 282 7612. Talking about the press box earlier at the football stadium, yeah. joking about it. This text uh, says, as Barry Switzer said, that press box is like a pimple on the prom queen's butts. <laughs> I don't know if Switzer said that, but it sure sounds like something that he would say. <laughs> so I'm inclined to believe that text.
1: <laughs> uh, that is fantastic. I want to
0: hear if Teddy is still writing Butkus Brain Teaser just in case we get the opportunity to ask if Muleshy remembers where he was on the uh, Tuesday before Baylor. Uh, that
1: is my favorite thing about Venable's being the new coach. That I don't have to do the brain teaser anymore with Lincoln. Um
0: Got to be a chore there for a bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it ran its course and everyone was still like cheering it on and I don't know.
0: Did he get tired of it as well?
1: I'm sure. Oh, well he
0: never talked to really anybody or formed any sort of relationship, so I guess how would we know?
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um I don't know if he was tired of it or not, but this guy was.
0: Well, he's going to he won't be having a Rudy show during the middle of the week out there in L.A. So, Ooh, Do they have sure.
1: barbecue in L.A.?
0: Yes, they do. They have barbecue in L.A. in New York. It's those uh, pictures that you see on Twitter with one little sliver of uh, yeah. roast beef <laughs> and then with the pickle and the uh, roll on the side.
1: I bet you can get, like, smoked asparagus and smoked avocado and
0: yeah there's avocado toast smoked kale side of that with every meal
1: i don't even know if they have can you get beef in la Mm -hmm. i'm not even sure all right quick time out more from the rush coming up final hours next